0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode, 3444 Friday, the 8th of October 2021. Today's show is entitled, Light and Layer Modes, and is part of the series GIMP. It is hosted by Ahuka, and is about 19 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, we continue our look at the layer modes, in GIMP with the light and modes. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org.
1: Hello, this is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in our ongoing GIMP series. And we are continuing our look at the different layer modes. And today I want to look at the layer modes for lightning. Uh, now, remember that the layer modes are ways of combining two layers so that they interact with each other in some way. Um, So, the first layer mode I'm going to look at is something called Lighten Only. Uh, And lighten, uh, Lighten Only looks at each component of each pixel in the top and bottom layers and always selects the largest value for the combination. That means it will always, at the very least, lighten since larger numbers are lighter than smaller numbers. Um, now, in RGB space, pure black is zero 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 zero, zero in hexadecimal, and pure white is F, F F F F F F. Each component is a two-digit hexadecimal number, where the first two digits are red, the next two are green, and the last two are blue. So, as an example, if you had a pure red layer that would have the combination FF00000. If you had a pure blue layer, that would have the formula 0000FF. Now, if you combined them using lighten only, the result would be an image where each pixel (coughs) had the number FF00FF. And that, as it happens, is magenta, the combination of red and blue. <clears throat> now, you can do the experiment yourself uh, in GIMP by simply creating some layers and and using the lighten-only mode to see what happens. And I've done that, and you can see how that works on my web page, which uh, link is in the show notes for all of that. And, uh, and that's just a good time to mention that, given that... Uh, we're we're talking about a visual program in an audio uh, medium, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. Um so you know, a lot of the examples are the images. If you want to see the images that I create in doing all of this, you want to go to the web page and take a look at that. Um now, again, um If you, suppose you took a copy of the magenta image and then added a pure green layer, 00FF00, using the lighten-only mode, you would then get a pure white image because now every pixel would be FFFFFF. Now, the the point of all this is to focus on the components. Now, I have seen people say in shorthand casually well lighten only mode selects the lightest pixel from each layer yeah not entirely correct you know Um, the fact is you cannot talk meaningfully about pixel lightness separate from the lightness of each component the red the green and the blue now in a lot of cases it probably doesn't make a difference but there are cases where it does Um, and that's why I always want to emphasize the correct way of thinking about it is to think component by component. Um, So if you wanted to see what difference that makes, you would have to do some analysis. And in comparing some of these modes, I sometimes do that analysis. Now, the interesting thing is what happens when you're using images with some content in them. Now, I have, I picked kind of randomly two images that I've been using as examples here because they're very different. Um, <clears throat> and I think that that sometimes is useful. Uh, and the, the very different ones are an image of a, the face of a dog and an image of a toy with a, a wizard and a crystal ball. Um, so with those two images, I did lighten only. And what happens is i got a bit of the dog coming through because the side of the dog's head is in sunlight and is lighter than the shadowed side of the toy. And because the crystal ball is so dark, you see a bit of the dog come through there as well, even though that part of the dog's head is in shadow in the image of the dog. Um, Now, it's worth noting that for Lighten only, the mode is commutative. And what that means, for those of you who haven't studied mathematics in a long time, is that the order does not matter. Uh, Now, for some layer modes, it is a very clear distinction between the top layer and the bottom layer when you're doing this. But there are others where it doesn't, and those are called commutative layer modes, and there's a number of them. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is Luma slash Luminance Lighten Only. Uh, And this gets a little bit technical. I've got links in the show notes, again, to a lot of this stuff. Um, Luma and Luminance are measures of brightness. The difference appearing to be whether one measures it in black and white or in color. Now, Wikipedia is frequently my go-to source for good basic explanations of these kinds of things, um, which is good because, in fact, this is not documented at all in the in the uh, GIMP documentation. Now, Nvidia, Nvidia, in video, in <laughs> video, Luma represents the brightness in an image, the black and white or achromatic portion of the image. Luma is typically paired with chrominance. Luma represents the achromatic image, while the chroma components represent the color information. Converting R prime G prime B prime sources, such as the output of a 3 CCD camera, into luma and chroma allows for chroma subsampling because human vision has finer spatial sensitivity to luminance black and white differences than chromatic differences. Video systems can store and transmit chromatic information at lower information, optimizing perceived detail at a particular bandwidth. So, clearly what they're talking about is, how can you compress a signal for broadcast? Um, And a lot of this was initially developed for that reason. Now, luminance is a weighted average of the RGB values. Um, So again, going to Wikipedia, while luma is more often encountered, relative luminance is sometimes used in video engineering when referring to the brightness of a monitor. The formula used to calculate relative luminance uses coefficients based on the CIE color matching functions, and the relevant standard chromaticities of red, green, and blue. For example, the original NTSC primaries, and um, for the REC709 and SRGB primaries, the linear combination based on pure colorimetric considerations and the definition of relative luminance is... And these use different colors now. Y equals... 0.2126, R is at 0.7152, and green is 0.0722. So, there's a formula for all of this. The formula used to calculate Luma in the REC 709 spec arbitrarily also uses these same coefficients, but with gamma compressed components. And that's the R prime, G prime, B prime, where the prime symbol denotes gamma compression. Okay, now, what the heck is gamma compression? I found a wonderful explanation on a blog post, again, link on the show notes, what every coder should know about gamma, that I thought made it pretty clear. The idea is that brightness is not perceived in a linear fashion, but instead follows a power relationship. And so the blogger who wrote this says, the 24-bit RGB color model used on virtually all consumer-level electronic devices uses 8-bit gamma-encoded values per channel to represent light intensities. If you recall what we discussed earlier, that means that pixels with RGB, such as 128, 128, 128, will not emit approximately 50% of the light energy of pixels with an RGB value of 255, 255, 255, but only about 22%. Now that makes perfect sense. Because of the non-linear nature of human vision, a light source needs to be attenuated to about 22% of its original light intensity to appear half as bright to humans. RGB 128, 128, 128 appears to be half as bright as RGB 255, 255, 255 to us. Now, if you find this confusing, reflect a bit on it because it's crucial to have a solid understanding of what has been discussed so far. Trust me, it will only get more confusing. Of course, gamma encoding is always done with the assumption that the image is ultimately meant to be viewed by humans on computer screens. In some way, you can think of it as a lossy MP3-like compression, but for images. For other purposes, like scientific analysis or images meant for further post-processing, using floats and sticking with linear scale is often a much better choice. Uh, So this is all from John Novak, link in the show notes. So... What this boils down to is that most computer monitors utilize gamma-compressed or sometimes called gamma-corrected values for displaying RGB colors, and that's a good thing for most purposes. Now, this makes for a small difference when using Luma Luminance Lighten-Only mode, since this mode will work with the perceived value of the color values rather than the absolute value of them. The main difference is that Luminance is taking into account the brightness of the color. So I did a combination again of the, um, the dog and the toy, this time using Luma Luminance. Um, and if you're just looking at that compared to the Lighten only, it's very hard to see a difference. Uh, there is a way to get an objective measure of what the difference is. And there's another layer mode that does that. It's called the difference layer mode. I can take any two images, um, put them on layers, and use the difference layer mode to see how different they are. Um, And when I take the two images um, and use that difference layer mode, and and I've put this on the web page, you can see the result Um, It it does pick up differences between them. Um, Now, assuming the black is identical in the two images and and both had white backgrounds, it makes sense that we're seeing a lot of black in the difference image. But where we see color other than black, there is a difference. Um, So, anything black is identical in the two images. Anything that's not black represents a difference. Now, screen mode. This actually has a documented formula. Yay! It's a little bit complicated. Again, we're working with the RGB values, which range from 0 to 255. Um, 0 is black, 255 is full color. Uh, And again, you do this with the R value, the G value, and the B value separately. Um, It's That's happening in the background. You may not be aware of it, but you you have to do it that way. So the formula says the resulting image, if you use screen mode, you start with a value of 255 and then subtract from that a complicated expression where you first take 255 and subtract the um, top layer, whatever that value is, and multiply that by 255 minus the bottom layer, whatever that is. So they're multiplied together and then divided by 255, and then that whole thing is subtracted from 255. Okay? Now you can see the formula on on my webpage or in the GIMP documentation. Um, So what does that mean? Let's take a look at a calculation here. Say one image had a red value of 104. It gets inverted as 255 minus 104, which is 151. Then do the same thing for the red value in the other image. So let's say the other image had a red value of 87. Inverting that by subtracting from 255 gives us 168. Multiplying them together, we get 151 times 168, and that is 25,368. Then we divide by 255, giving us 99. And then we re-invert that because we subtract it from 255 and get 146. So, we... We started with uh, red values of 104 and 87 and wind up with 146. So the red level is distinctly higher now than either of the starting values. So, in essence, this mode will make dark colors fade more than light colors and can be useful for removing dark backgrounds. Now, again, this is another example of a commutative layer mode. The order doesn't matter, whether it's top or bottom. you know uh, the calculation is the same, no matter which order you do them in now so in general uh this is gonna give kind of a more washed out appearance to the resulting image um, and i've got again I've got examples on my web page now. Uh, I tried using this mode, using the image from the Luma luminance layer mode and the dark image I got from using the difference mode. And now, as you can see, the black background, if you take a look at the image on my website, is completely gone. Now, another interesting use of this mode can be seen in a tutorial I ran across from a fellow named Chris Parker, who posts a lot of tutorials on YouTube, and he uses it to create a soft glow effect for t- photography, such as wedding photos. Uh, he duplicates the image, then adds Gaussian blur to the duplicate, then he uses the screen mode to combine the two, and fine-tunes the result using opacity. Uh, if you want to see his tutorial, I put a link in the show notes for that. Now, the last of the lighten modes for this tutorial is addition, which is pretty straightforward. You simply add the values from the two images, but the maximum is 255. Uh, So, you can't go above that. So, if we had the values for red, as in the screen example above, adding them would give us a value of 191. Since this is less than 255, we can keep this value. But, suppose the values were 104 and 187 in the two input pictures. Then the total would be 291 and we round it back down to 255. Now this is somewhat similar to the screen mode in effect, but there are differences if you look closely at the two images, such as in the base of the uh, the globe, the uh, crystal ball, the wizard's hat, the wizard's beard. You know, there are some small differences there. Now, There is, in fact, one more lighten mode, uh, but I'm going to treat that in a separate tutorial. Um, It's paired with a darken mode and also has a couple of tools doing similar things. So our next GIMP tutorial is going to be on dodge and burn, where dodge is the lighten and burn is the darken. Uh, Interesting stuff there, too, I think. So... This is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio signing off and, as always, encouraging you to support free software. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday.